Welcome to Sports Nirvana, your weekly dose of sports news. Today, I'll be talking about my college football top five and week three NFL winners and losers. Okay, first off, let's talk about my college football top five. So, coming in number five is Iowa because they've had a great start to the season. But they had a pretty close battle with Colorado State um, on Saturday, which kind of knocked them down one because Penn State had a great game against Villanova. But they kind of got knocked down because it's a little close. It was a little close between Colorado State. They almost lost to them. And they trailed at halftime. And But this is their 10th consecutive win. I feel like Iowa is going to have a good year, but in the end of the year, I think they're going to end up in the top 15 because they're going to lose to a top 10 to 5 team, and then that's going to knock them down. Next, let's talk about Penn State. So, personally, I'm a Penn State fan, and I put them at number 4 because they're 4-0, and they're, uh, Sean Clifford is doing great in this offense and I think everything's meshing. And then this this could be the year that Penn State makes it into the college football playoff. Because they're ranked number four. And so if they keep on winning, if Penn State beats Ohio State in one of their upcoming games against them, then Penn State is a lock for the college po- football playoff. And if they stay undefeated, I think they might have a good chance to win the whole national championship. Okay, coming in the number three spot is Oregon. So, Oregon is single-handedly carrying the Pac-12. Because the Pac-12, Oregon is the lone undefeated team in the Pac-12. And if Oregon wins the national championship, maybe it'll drive some teams to the Pac-12 because they want more competition. Or just it's a better conference overall. So, this is like the last stand for the Pac-12. And if Oregon doesn't do well, they're probably going to leave, and the Pac-12 is going to be non-existent. But talking about Oregon's game, they had a pretty good game. And they started off the season 4-0, which is good for them. Okay, coming in number two is obviously Georgia, because they're not better than Alabama. But they destroyed Vanderbilt on Saturday, and they had 63 points. And the, the Commodores had 77 yards. That's a crazy stat. And Georgia's defense is amazing. Allowing 77 yards in a whole game and scoring 63 points in one game is even oppressive. So I think Georgia is a lock into the college football playoff. And we'll see if they'll they'll beat Alabama or any of the other top four teams in some of the coming weeks. Obviously, number one goes to Alabama, like we say every year. And their winning streak right now is 18, which is amazing. I just feel like they play worse teams in the regular season because they just won against Southern Mississippi, which nobody really talks about or knows about. But their quarterback finally threw an interception, which means that everybody is makes mistakes and Alabama is not perfect. And Alabama 
is just going to have another great season like they do every year. Okay, now let's talk some NFL Week 3. So first up, Justin Tucker had an amazing game. To win the game, he had a 66-yard field goal, the longest in NFL history, bounce off the bottom crossbar of the field goal and tip in. And this is just good for kickers overall because this gives them more value probably in trades and like how they can win the game because I saw a lot of game-winning field goals this week. I think there was like three or four, which is quite a lot. There's usually one per week, but this one was more than average. Okay, our first loser is the Bears, obviously, because they had one of the worst offensive performances in NFL history. The Bears only had 47 yards of offense in the whole game, four quarters, 60 minutes. And they only had one passing yard, one passing yard. This is not a mistake, one passing yard. That is um, incredibly bad. Maybe Justin Fields is not as good as we think, and maybe he'll be just a loser like Jay Cutler was back in the day. Okay, our second and last winner is the Chargers because they beat the Chiefs. To even say that you beat the Chiefs is a good achievement because Justin Herbert outdueled Patrick Mahomes by far. The Chiefs made so many mistakes, but the Chargers just capitalized on those mistakes and just played an overall great game. Maybe the Chargers make it far in the playoffs this year, and maybe they make it even to the Super Bowl. That's a really good sleeper pick for the Super Bowl. So look out for the Chargers, everybody. Okay, so our last but not least loser is the Seahawks. The Seahawks still managed to find a way to lose to the Vikings, who didn't even have their best player, Dalvin Cook. The Seahawks' biggest problem is that they just disappear in the second half. They scored. They have scored zero points in the third quarter this season. I don't know what Pete Girl has to say at halftime, but he might want to hire someone to write his future halftime speeches because his current ones are not working. Thank you guys for listening. Please leave a five-star review. Tune in to my next episode next week. Thank you.